All right. Namo myo renge kyo, namo myo ho renge kyo, namo myo ho renge kyo. Hi, good friends. It's good to see you, such as it is. <laughs> Thanks for being here. Thanks for your practice. Thank you immensely for your support. A few seconds to like and subscribe as a Bodhisattva act helps grow the Sangha. And uh, to the patrons, all levels uh, who donate and uh, monthly support this effort, uh, whether it's through PayPal or through uh, Patreon, um, or you're buying an e-book or a print book or mandala, I, I can't express the gratitude. We all appreciate your support. And with that, uh, the merits of appropriate joy. Appropriate joy. I don't know. Joy is a quixotic word for me. Not sure if that's the right word. But there certainly is an exuberance that we feel when we open up that Gohonzon portal, our Buddha eye, and we actually experience this moment by moment momentum of life. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's hard to describe. It's almost as though if you could with all of your senses. I mean, have you ever put your nose to a, an ice cold can of uh, some kind of soda and the little CO2 bubbles are crackling and popping in there? And, there, and there's a sense, and not smelling the CO2, but just the, the sense of energy there that you close your eyes and it's just, uh, if you could take that effervescence and apply it to your eye consciousness and your ear consciousness and your tongue consciousness and your skin consciousness, <laughs> you start to understand, my goodness, I've, I've had that... Uh, that sense so many times after Gongyo or after a long Daimoku session, a Shodai. And I, I take my eyes, I finally pull my eyes away from their focus on Myoho, on the uh, mandala, and I slowly, it's like slow motion, and everything seems to have that effervescent nature. It's, <laughs> it sounds the words just sound crazy, but the sense of it. When it happens, you, you'll never forget it. Um, and it should happen every time. Every time you sit with respect and dignity in front of your altar and really focus and chant, you should sense that that slow pulling away from the Buddha consciousness. Or hell, hang on to it. Go through your day that way. I've tried. It's not easy. Uh, the samsaric reality is so powerful. Our adherence to physical permanence. But uh, still, inwardly, in your your thoughts, your thinking, your logic, your treatment of what your experiences in samsara are, they're vastly different. Um, can you use words to describe them? Eh, 
Don't even bother. Just experience. Experience Buddhaness. It, it, it just it makes your life limitless. All right. The merits of appropriate joy. At that time, the Bodhisattva Mahasattva Maitreya addressed the Buddha, saying, O world-honored one, if there is a good man or a good woman who, hearing this myoho kyo rejoices appropriately, in other words, really experiences it, yeah? How much happiness shall he or she obtain? <laughs> Seems like such a stupid question. <laughs> but again, this is a teaching. So, you know, teachings are responsible for voicing every question. And so he proclaims this in a gatha. After the world honored ones passing into extinction, that's the meat of the matter, once you're gone, because we get everything from you, right, Chakamuni? Buddhaness comes from you, enlightenment comes from you. When you're dead and gone, what the hell are we going to do? You would think at this point, especially in this Lotus Sutra, but you would think in this point, Shakyamuni's been teaching for well over 40 years that these people will have gotten a clue that this is their own work to do, that Buddhaness is at their door. It's theirs to awaken. But no, still this stupid question. When you're gone, the one who gives us everything, how in the hell will we survive? They just don't get it. Do you see now, or maybe this is another way of seeing, how this is the teaching for our day? Because these people back then talk about stuck. I mean, you have to give them some credit. They know there's something there. They've expanded their minds a lot. But holy cow. If there is one who hears this scripture and if he can rejoice appropriately, admitting obviously that he's not one, how much happiness shall he obtain? At that time, with incredible patience, <laughs> the Buddha declared to the Bodhisattva Mahasattva Maitreya, O oh, Ajita! Exclamation point! After the thus come ones passing into extinction, if bhikshu, bhikshuni, zupasaka, upasikas, or any other wise person, old or young, having heard this scripture and rejoiced appropriately, if you know what that means, leaves the assembly of the Dharma and going to another place, whether sangha cells, empty and idle places, walled cities, towns, alleyways, footpaths, settlements, or rustic villages, wherever expounds it to the limit of his ability to father and mother, close kin, or good friends and acquaintances. And if these persons, having heard it, rejoice appropriately and go in turn and teach it to others who likewise, having heard it, rejoice in their own turn, and if it goes on this way until it reaches the 50th person, the 50th person removed, from whence it started, 
Then, O Ajita, I will now tell of the merits of the appropriate joy of that good man or woman. Listen well, another exclamation point. You think he's getting a little tired of this? Boy, I would be. He's got amazing amount of patience. But now he's going to say, not only am I going to answer your question, but if you really get it and you tell, you know, your parents, your sisters, your siblings, your friends, your skateboard partner, and you tell them in such a way that they take the meaning and the amazingness of this truth and they tell their friends who you may not even know and they tell their friends who uh, probably don't know all the way out to the 50th person because that's word of mouth right now let's look at that 50th person so forget your silly question about what do you get for doing this think about the transmission all the way to the 50th person now, if I explain the merits of that 50th person, how much more do you think it is, right, for you or anyone who really gets this? So here we go. Suppose that in a hundred myriad of millions of asankayas of world spheres, among living beings of the six destinies and the four kinds of birth, you know, to wit, from eggs, from womb, birth from moisture, and birth from transformation, whether shaped or shapeless, whether conscious, unconscious, not conscious, or not unconscious, whether legless, two-legged, four-legged, or many-legged, and the like, suppose that among any living being, page-turning karma, <laughs> These many living beings, there is a man who's seeking happiness, for lack of a better word, gives them whatever enjoyable things they desire to every being giving a whole jumpwood vipa full of gold, silver, vaiduria, giant clamshell, agate, coral, amber, and other fine and precious gems as well as elephants, horses, carriages, palaces, halls and towers fashioned of the seven jewels. If this great donor, having spread gifts about in this way full 80 years, then thinks, I have already given to the beings whatever playthings they desired, yet these beings are all old and decrepit, their years in excess of 80, their hair white, their faces wrinkled, and in no, longer, in no long time they will all die. I must teach and guide them by recourse to the Buddha Dharma. If then he straightway, straightway assembles these beings expounding conversion through Dharma, demonstrating and teaching, benefiting and delighting them, so that at once they all gain the path of Srotapana, the first stage of Sravaka, right? The voice hearers. The path of the Skardagamin, the once returner, the Pratyaka Buddha. No, that's not the Pratyaka Buddha. Anyway, 
the path of the Anagamin, that's the non-returner, the path of the Arahant, exhausting whatever outflows they, there may be, all acquiring the self-mastery to enter profound Iyana concentration at will, that of the Bodhisattva, of perceiving the enlightened nature and teaching it, perfecting the eight deliverances in your thinking, how shall it be? Shall the merits gained by this donor be many or not? Maitreya hmm, addressed the Buddha saying, Oh, world-honored one, this man's merits shall be very great. Yeah, you say that, but do you get it? Incalculable and limitless. Okay, you know the words. Why are you asking the question? Okay, let's go on. If this donor were but to give the beings all manner of playthings, his merit would be incalculable. How much more if he were to enable them to gain the fruit of enlightenment? Yeah, so you already know this, right? The Buddha declared to Maitreya, I now tell you plainly, the merit gained by this man for giving all manner of playthings to living beings of the six destinies in the four myriads of millions of Asamkaya of world spheres, and also enabling them to obtain the fruit of enlightenment, does not equal one hundredth, not one thousandth, not one hundred thousand myriad millionth part of the merit of that fiftieth person. For appropriately rejoicing at hearing a single gatha of the Myoho Rengekyo. Hmm? For it is something that cannot be known through number or parable. O Ajita, the merit of this 50th person for having rejoiced at hearing, albeit indirectly, the scripture of the Dharma blossom shall even so be incalculable, limitless asamkaya. How far superior, how much the more incalculable, limitless in Asamkaya, shall be the happiness of him who hears it among the first in the assembly and rejoices appropriately? For the two cannot be compared. Further, O Ajita, if a man for this scripture's sake goes to a Sangha cell and whether seated or standing, listens and accepts but for a moment then by virtue of this merit the body into which he is reborn shall acquire lovely superior and fine elephants horses carriages all as well as perlanquins fitted with precious gems and shall ascend to divine palaces if again a person is seated in a place where the Dharma is expounded, and if yet another man comes and the former urges the latter to sit and listen or offers him a share of his own seat, through his merit this former man, upon the rebirth of his body, shall gain the seat of great god Chakra, or the seat of Brahma King, or, place, or the place where sits a wheel-turning sage king. So, this might be getting a little confusing here, so let me break it down a bit. So first he makes a point of, no matter how far removed you are from the source, which is the issue here, right? It's the teaching 
and your acceptance and understanding of the teaching. That's all that matters. Because it's all happening in your mind. Buddhism is about the mind, attitude, and intent. This 50th person, you don't know their life. You don't know their karma. You get a sense of it. We see other people's karma, albeit through our own lens of karma. Never forget that. But the fact of the matter is, that 50th person, if they, upon hearing, that may be all it takes for them to go, holy crap, that's amazing. You don't know the depth of their acceptance and understanding. You just can't know. All you can do is witness that spark. And the way that that alters their life, their experience of their life, it's limitless. It's incalculable. It's unknowable. And it can easily far surpass what he's saying, the source. If you've been practicing over 40 years and you're asking me this question, it's quite reasonable to assume that that 50th person understands and accepts this truth better and more profoundly than even you do. Because look how long you've been working on it and still you question it. Hmm. It is utterly impossible to know this is an important point because what it says is, even if you're struggling in your practice, that's not the fault of the practice. That's your stubborn samsaric mind keeping you at bay like you're on a leash. Sometimes you get it. Sometimes you float on air. Other times, your boots are getting stuck in the mud and you're having a hell of a time justifying the next step. But that's not the fault of the practice. That's not because Buddhaness has failed you. Buddhaness is Buddhaness. All you need do is get back into your sanctum of acceptance and understanding. Mm. Attitude and intent. O Ajita! Exclamation point again. If again there is a man who says to others, there is a scripture named Myoho Rengekyo. Let us go together and listen to it. Let's do it. And if straight away they accept his advice and hear it, but for a moment, this man's merit shall be such that upon his body's revolution, on the wheel of rebirth, you know, it's, I'm, I was going to say it earlier, but I mean, it's even called out specifically in this translation, on the wheel of rebirth. What is the wheel of rebirth? Not a lifetime. No, 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 no. Moment to moment to moment to moment, right? Birth, death, rebirth, death, rebirth, death, rebirth, death, rebirth, death. I can't say that fast enough. Each birth is a moment 
gone and again, gone and again, 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 again. Look in Buddhism uh, reference, the first book, for what is a moment. You got a computer, you got a, a search engine, look up Max Planck units of measure and find moment and see how incredibly short it's unfathomable it's buddhist once you sit a zero and a decimal point and then you add dozens of zeros in front of any number that google of a second you can't come on it's the same thing shakyamuni does you cannot conceive it. It takes three trillion moments just to try to conceive it. That's So what he's saying is, upon his body's revolution, he shall be able to be born in the same place as Dharani Pratilabdha Bodhisattvas he shall be wise and keen of faculties for a hundred thousand myriads of ages, never dumb, hint, his breath never fetid, his tongue never diseased, his mouth also never diseased, his, feet, his um, teeth not dirty or black, not yellow or wide space, not missing or falling out, not even crooked, his lips not hanging down, also not tightly pursed, not rough kept. So, do you remember we were talking about the purification of all these things? So this is the flip side of that coin, right? That purification that you'll experience means you won't have this in its place, in its stead. And it happens, boom, I can't snap my fingers anymore, too much arthritis, but <laughs> instantly, boom, Buddhahood. Boom, Buddhahood. Yeah, he goes on and on. In short, having nothing hateful about them, his nose neither thin nor crooked nor out of joint, his face not of dark complexion, no nor longer, no long ah, nor long and narrow, nor concave and irregular. In short, he will have no disagreeable features, his lips, tongue, and teeth being all majestic and goodly, his nose long, prominent, and straight, the shape of his face full and round, his brows high and long, his forehead broad and flat, and even his male member perfect. All right, guys, those two, three in the morning commercials for your precious member chant. <laughs> oh man is that not the height of ego oh Shakyamuni this is one cool cat yeah <laughs> oh my goodness in birth after birth through generations he shall see the Buddha and hear the Dharma believing and accepting the teachings that's all it is I know, it's, it's, it sounds easy. 
Oh, Ajita, look you now. How great is the merit of him who encourages but one person to go and listen to the Dharma. How much the greater is that of one who single-mindedly, attitude and intent, listens to the preachings, reads and recites, and in the great multitude explains them to others, practicing as he teaches. <sighs> Bodhisattva. How many times does he have to repeat this? At that time, the World Honor One, wishing to restate this meaning, proclaimed gathas, saying, Here, memorize this and maybe you can remember. If a man in the Dharma assembly can hear the scriptural canon, and even for a single gatha, rejoice appropriately and preach it to others, and if in this way it is taught by turns until it, re excuse me, until it reaches the 50th person, the happiness, the joy, the, the ecstasism obtained by that last person, I will now set forth with discriminations. I'll take it apart for you. If there is a great donor who makes presents to incalculable multitudes fully 80 years, according with their wishes, if he sees their aged and decrepit appearance, their hair white, their faces wrinkled, their teeth wide-spaced, their bodily forms withered, if he thinks their death is not far off, I must now teach them, enabling them to gain the fruit of the path. I don't know why he waited so long, but... If straight away he preaches to them by resort to expedient devices, the realm dharma of nirvana, saying, the world is no wise, firm, or secure, but it is like water bubbles, like a will-o'-the-wisp. You all must speedily produce thoughts of revulsion. Revulsion being letting go of the vices of samsara. Hmm? If men hearing this dharma all gain arhatva, or enlightenment, perfecting the six supernatural penetrations, the three clarities, the eight deliverances, and the last, the fiftieth, of those told of the dharma blossom, the myohurengekyo, hearing a single gatha rejoices appropriately, in other words, accepts and understands this man's happiness shall exceed the former so that no likeness is possible because they quickly have realized the truth. If one hears it thus indirectly, one's happiness even so shall be incalculable. In other words, directly would be from my lips. The Buddha speaking through this human form. But don't you realize that that is you? It's what he's been teaching for chapter after chapter. How much the more shall his be who in the Dharma assembly first hears and rejoices appropriately? If there be one who encourages a single person guiding him to listen to the Myohorengekyo, saying this scripture is profound and subtle, hard to encounter in a thousand myriads of kalpas, if he straightaway accepts the advice, goes and listens, hearing it for but a moment, this man's rewards of happiness I will now state in specific detail. 
Generation after generation, he have no mouth of ailments. His teeth shall not be widespread, yellow or black. His lips shall not be thick, pursed or thin. In short, he will have no disagreeable features. His tongue will not go dry, black or short. His nose shall be prominent, long and also straight. His forehead shall be broad, also flat and even. His face and eyes shall be perfectly regular and dignified. Others shall be delighted to see him. His breath shall not be fetid or foul. The scent of Utapala, a blue lotus flower, shall ever issue forth from his mouth. If intentionally he goes off to a Samhasel, a group, wishing to listen to the Namo Myorengeko, or the Myorengeko, and if hearing it, even for a moment, he rejoices, I now will tell you of his happiness afterwards being born among gods and men, all influences, the 30,000 realms. He shall get fine elephants and horse-drawn carriages and palanquins fashioned of precious gems and also ascend to the divine places. If in a palace where Dharma is expounded, he encourages others to sit and listen to the scriptures, then by virtue of this merit, he shall gain the thrones of Chakra Brahma and the wheel turners. How much truer shall this be of one who single-mindedly listens to and explains its purport, practicing it as he teaches it, for his happiness shall be boundless. Boom. Any more questions, Maitreya? Damn, how many ways do I have to explain this, yeah? Thank you for listening. Thank you again for being here. Please keep your practice strong. Please get this, inculcate this into your very souls. I know there's no soul. I meant to say cells. I thought cells and out of my mouth came this other word. And I thought, what the hell is that? <laughs> Samsara, my friends, yeah, be aware. Namo Myodengekyo. Keep your practice strong. Stay healthy so you can keep your practice strong. Use all of this resource, the website, the podcast, all of it, so much free stuff. Just, it's not free because it's worthless. It's free because I don't want any obstacles. I mean, using the internet is already an obstacle, but now everybody has a... People in the middle of the ocean have freaking internet. So use it. Download everything you can. Capture it. So you can read it, print it, share it. And please do share it. You never know what somebody's going to pick up that maybe you haven't. That's the benefit of dialogue, isn't it? I know, I wish I could fly you all out here so we could sit here and just have roundtables every day and just talk about this stuff. <laughs> How cool would that be? I mean, the only thing I can offer is the thing I have on the website of uh, if you're willing or you have the, the means to fly me out to wherever you are and feed me and house me <laughs> and give me uh, a little uh, cash, you know, so I can get what I need for a few days. I can, I can do that. Um, but I know that's not an easy thing. I just, I wish we could be together. But this is the next best thing. 
So take advantage. Keep your practice strong. That's what matters. All right. I'm going to let you go. Thanks again. Take care, and I'll see you in the next one. Bye for now.